he parties hard, man. Yeah, he does. He goes hard. Like you guys in the medical field. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one that parties in the medical We should probably field. start talking about medical field things. Talk about doctors, doctor and stuff. We should talk about doctor and stuff. Doctor stuff. So, Paul, you're on call right now. Not really. Oh, not really. So. Close, yeah. Kind of. Ish. That's like, when you were becoming a doctor, did you understand that this is kind of like 24 hours all day, every day kind of thing? Like, did you understand that going into it? Was this kind of like, surprised you? I mean, obviously it's just all day, every day. I'm sure you have dreams about it. I mean, I own a restaurant. That's the only way I can like even compare to like anything to a doctor, but it's like, I mean, I have nightmares of like, tickets up on the board like just crazy like busy days like I like wake up in the middle of the night and like did I make that salad and I'm like what the fuck am I doing but it's like how is that for you I I think you you kind of know that that's part of the package deal yeah. when you choose that profession there's uh there's there, there are ways to insulate yourself from that if you're the type of person who only wants to work certain times and then not others but uh even then you you to some degree, you always take your work home with you. Mm -hmm. You think about the decisions you made. Did you make the right ones? Um, and then you wonder in the future, I hope so-and-so did all right, or... Do decisions ever get easier? Or it's all... Oh, I'm sure they, yeah, they definitely do. Just things that I used to agonize over early on now after 25 years of practice, I, I know exactly what to do, but it doesn't mean that there aren't new problems come up every day. Yeah, but is the is the worst things. part about being a doctor like all your friends ask you like doctor stuff? Like I, I do like look at this picture. Like, is this rash look bad? <laughs> <laughs> then I send you a picture rash, of it. Rash, it's a little different, but but I mean, but like people depend like like my friends depend on you for medical advice. I mean, and you're and you're kind of like you've always been like kind of that dude who's been like, let me see it, or you've never been like, you've never ever like turned down like. And I've had, I know like multiple, numerous, like people who have been like, oh, can you just ask Paul this BK? And I was like, yeah, like yeah, whatever. I'm like, check this out, and you would be like, this is what I think, or whatever, whatever. You've never been like, nope, not doing it. Like, well, so I'll, do you I'll like? Be honest, like early on when I came to this area, I think part of that goes with being in a rural smaller town is that even though I would, I'm a radiologist everybody asks me about every every medical problem they have oh, every medical issue right. and, and so in my church I became the doctor that everybody asked all the questions so much so that I started subscribing to the New England Journal of Medicine so that I could stay abreast of mm -hmm. current information because I had to know more about that stuff than I did. There's got to be other. There's got to be other doctors in your church, right? I mean, that's, you're not the only doctor in your church. That's just me. Really? Yeah. So you're like all that late, like all that responsibility. I know it sounds like super, like ominous, whatever. But all that responsibility lays on you. Like it's the same thing for me. Like, like you know, not pharmacy stuff, but like like with computer things. My like my friends are like, hey, can you fix my iPhone or whatever. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't get emails anymore. I'm like, you know, like, all right, I'm working, so whatever. And they're just like, can I bring it in? And I'm just like, no, you, you can't. But I'll, 
you know, when I'm off work, I'll talk to you. And then they always like so we're like, you got a second? I'll get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it was like kind of like whatever, dude. Like, I, like whatever. But it's mostly my dad and his friends. But other people, <laughs> but other people too. But like, you know what I mean, like, dude. Like, like when you know how to do something, and like for you, it's like a doctor, and like for you, it's like like chef stuff or cooking or whatever. You for know, John, it's being good looking. For John, it's being like how, like how hot you can be, like <laughs> like sexy stuff, whatever, sexy time, sexy time. <laughs> you know, I mean, like people, like like it's weird because people aren't like I think like like people when they think they know you, even if they don't know you, if, if they think they do, they they don't they're not shy about asking you to help them with their whatever it is, whatever right. thing that you're good at. Like, my friends asked me to have Paul look at their stuff. Right. Like, and they're friends with Paul, too. And I was like, just ask Paul. Do you but, feel like when you guys meet somebody new or you, like, don't know somebody that well, they, like, do they just aggressively ask you medical questions, right? Because I'm sure everyone asks you guys medical questions, right? Like, everybody does. They just do, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think, like, if you don't know that person really good right away, do you think there's, like, some kind of icebreaker? Is there a point in your friendship where you got to feel like, okay, I will help this guy now, or you guys just kind of... How does that work? I used to always tell people as a joke that I was a salad bar manager at Hy-Vee. Yeah. Like, just for fun, for funsies. Yeah. And then, like, one day I was at Bartley's before it was the study, and, and the girl working there was like, oh, I think I'm going to be a drug rep. And I was like, yeah, you should, like, that's a hard job. And I said, if anybody knows it's me, and she's like, do a lot of drug reps come to the salad bar? And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I assume they like salad. She's like, aren't you the salad bar manager? I'm like, oh, shit. I mean... I know I told you that, but, <laughs> but I, actually, but I'm really not the sale bar manager. She's like, oh, like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a pharmacist. She's like, oh, that's different. And I was like, ah, I got to quit telling people that because I mean, I, I didn't think people ever believed me when I told them that I was a sale bar manager, but they did. But like, yeah, but like for sure. I mean, like that was always my funny haha out that I'm the sale bar manager. I really wasn't, and I do love salads. Right, but um, <laughs> I mean, like, who doesn't? But um, that was all. I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, like I didn't, I didn't purposefully tell people that so they wouldn't ask me pharmacy stuff. But I, I just thought it was, I thought it was funny. No, of course. And like, now, anytime anybody asks me anything, I'm like, I cook for a living. Like, I don't tell them like anything. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I just cook. You know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like with your guys' profession, that people are just kind of like kind of be aggressive with you to ask certain things but like not knowing you for too well or too long and they're just I I, I find that mo- most people are respectful of oh it. that's good yeah and then the ones that do ask something they fall into two camps the ones that are aggressive and the other ones that say I hate to bring you this up I'm sure you don't want to deal with this now and Work, but then they ask anyway. Yeah. So they're 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 mildly more polite yeah. than the one who just asks. I hate right. to do this, but hey, can you help me out? Okay, cool. Right. No. I feel like it's something that just to start a conversation, like, oh, I work at the medical field, and they just aggressively ask you what you do. What, and I do medical coding, and it's just hard to explain what I do. I just say coding. Right. Right. But right. it's still hard to. And then right. The next day, they don't know. They don't. They ask me again. What do you do again? I'm like, Coding. Yeah. Coding. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you guys, you're both from this area, right? Brian, you're from this area. I am, yeah. Right. I'm from here originally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Paul, I find it fascinating because I'm not from here. 
Me neither. How did you end up here? Yeah, what's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? <laughs> right. exactly? Is what he's saying. That was the nice way of asking that question. Yeah, the, the long or the short answer is um, I did my training in Minneapolis. Loved Minneapolis. Would have stayed there if it was all Wait, us. where did you start out, though? You're not from Minneapolis originally. You're Chicago. Chicago, Chicago guy, so. Yeah. And, uh, Background. And... While we were in Minneapolis, we had a kid, and we realized that with one set of grandparents in Chicago, one in St. Louis, it was seven hours to one and ten and a half to the other, and we realized we need to get closer to family. So the idea was to come back to the Midwest, south of Minnesota, and someone told me, well, you should definitely do your fellowship, which is training after residency, where you want to work. And because they're the people that help get you the jobs. So after Minneapolis, I went to Rush in Chicago and I did a fellowship there. And it just so happens that someone who grew up in Spring Valley, whose father was a doctor, whose brother was a doctor, did the same fellowship I did four years earlier. So we had the same mentor, Dr. Turner. He trained us both. They were looking for someone, and uh, I came out and looked at it, and they gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. Kind of between Chicago and St. Louis, <laughs> and so we I, we came out here, and then thought, I honestly thought I was going to be here three years, and then yeah. I'd be back in the suburbs of Chicago, and that was 25 years yeah. ago. And you don't miss it. The rest is history, man. I don't right. miss it because we're there all the time. Yeah. You know? And and the decision or the, the yeah the decision was this: is like, are we gonna live in the city, where you spend over an hour to commute every single day, and then you go to the country to escape, or do you live in the country, spend ten minutes getting to work every day, and then go to the city? when we need our urban fix. So you're from the city, you're from the city. I mean, not to be like a Illinois Valley proponent, but like we're close enough to the city where mm -hmm. you can drive up an hour, whatever, if Paul's driving less than an hour up to the city, you can do all this fun city things mm -hmm. and come back down here and the cost of things like way better. And mm -hmm. you know, you can live live down here. Like people, like people who grow up here, they always like kind of like, like shit on the Illinois Valley like uh, like who wants to grow up here I want to I want to grow up here and grow old here like dude like I can take I can take a one hour drive to the city I can go to Bloomington I can go to Peoria the Quad Cities whatever it's like all close yeah. enough where it's a, like a day trip and there's cool stuff to do there right and yeah. I think like the other argument is that like people in the city like I mean because a lot of my, all my friends and I see my family like every single week when I go back and all that kind of stuff and their, their argument is literally like the opposite it's sure. like, well, there's nothing to do there, and you you live, and I'm just like, yeah, but like, I don't want to live in it. Like every time I go back to the city now, like I get I get upset, and it's not like it's like if I'm going out, you know, like we went to the girl and the goat on Monday, you know, and that was you know that those kind of experiences, those are fun going back to the city, but <clears throat> just to go back to the city to visit my parents, I sit in traffic for like you know forever, mm -hmm. and then I get irritated and mad, and then the neighborhood just looks worse every time I go back, sure, dude, and it's disgusting, and it's just like. 
it's like I'd rather be somewhere where I don't have to sit in traffic, where I can get anywhere I need to go, like, super fast. And, <laughs> and yeah, it's... It, they're, the good I feel outweighs the bad. That's the that's the funny thing about like people who, people who live in Chicago and they're, and they're like to me they're like why do you live in Los Alamos? It's like, well I I can at night I get off work I get to look at the sky and see stars. Right. And you guys can't see stars. Right. And that's fine. And if I want to go to the city, I can drive up there for an hour and I can do everything you do. Right. And not have to worry about like yeah how shitty city living is or how hard it is to park or or put my car somewhere or whatever. Right. And like, I'm not saying that like that like living down here is better than living in the city, but I'm saying that it's a trade. It's a trade off. Oh, of course. Like, there's tons of fun things to do in the city, for sure. Concerts, great restaurants, go to a Cubs game, whatever. But we got the pistol shrimp. Pistol shrimp. Are, they're. I think they're. They're good. Man. They're moving up. They're. They have a better record than the Cubs right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You're killing me, man. When I see the tickets, I want to cry now. Wait, yeah, for sure. There's any desire to ever go to the city, live in the city, anything like that. You're. This is home. This is home. Okay. I like what he said. If you want to go see the city, just yeah. take an hour drive out. There. Do, do, you, you, do you prefer living in the city or? I prefer eating in the city and drinking in the city, if that makes sense. Like, if I'm going out, I want to be in the city, right? Well, drinking in the city, I'm, like, I'm just guessing it costs way more than drinking down here, right? I don't know. We're pretty expensive. Well, you guys are. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different podcast. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) Why is this place so fucking expensive? (laughs) No, like, that's, like, if I want to be in the city, like, no, like, I want to go home, I, like, my biggest like I love it out here for the fact that like when I go home at night it's silent like yeah. I remember that was the biggest thing when I moved out here I literally couldn't believe and it, it doesn't hurt that I live on a dead end street but like well dude on the fourth side when we were sitting out, was sitting out here I was like oh my god like this is what like I think everybody like all of my friends like want to do like sit out here it's quiet you can hear the crickets you can see the stars you yeah. can see the moon whatever I've spent plenty of time in the city. I love it. Like, I, like if anybody knows, Paul knows. Like, from the time that I met this guy, I've been like, let's buy a place in the city. Let's buy a three flat and fix up, you know, all of them and rent one, rent two of them. We stay in one and, and like forever. But like, dude, like, that's like, and all that stuff would be awesome if we did that. But like, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, like when I get off work and I'm like sitting on my deck having a drink at, and I'm looking at the stars and 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 it's quiet I can hear crickets and frogs and whatever right that's not, never happening in the city I can hear rats run by which is fine that's a different kind of thing that's cool but you know what I'm saying it's just like but do you feel like you have a different mindset if you were young if I was like early 20s like if I was younger would I would I have I, I guess like I you don't want to go home and sit on your porch when you're 22 years old you want to be out well when I, was, when I was 22 I was still in college but but like, I get what you're saying, and, and like, yes, like, like that's like maybe like a regret of mine that I never lived in the city or a city, a big city. Right. You know, like, like, grow, like growing up, like after I got out of college, I had, I had a job, I had a family. Like, I wasn't gonna go live in the city. You know, uh, you know, not that I wouldn't have loved it because, geez, like when I go in the city, I'm like, oh my god, like this. Yeah. This is the best. Yeah, it's a different, there's energy. It's For like, sure, it's right? A I mean, like, it's a different every, like, I, I look at the city, like, every neighborhood's like a little town. Yeah. Right? Like, down here, it's like, what's well, Peru, Ogilvy, Ottawa, whatever, for instance. Up there, it's like, it's like different different neighborhoods. Those are, like, towns t- to me right. down here. And for sure, like, do I, like, 
wish I would have done that. Of course I do. Like, I always wanted to. And I still think about living in the city for a year or two years sure. or a while just for the experience to, like, walk right. down out of my walk up and go to the coffee shop, which is, you know, two doors down and not have a car and whatever. Right. Uh, like, down here, you can't not have a car. Right. right? I mean, yeah. like, like yeah. Paul was saying, like, 10 minutes, you drive to work at 10 minutes. If you live in the burbs or the city, it's like, you're commuting. It's it's not like it is here, you right. know? 